How's everybody doing tonight? It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Um, before I get into my teaching, I'm going to give a little introduction uh, about myself. All right. Um, before that, and I apologize if I get a little uh, emotional. All right. Try to be like my sister back there, the weeping willow. All right. Um, first and foremost, as, as pastors has been teaching us to give thanks to God, okay? In all that he has given us, all of he's provided for us, okay? Um, without his forgiveness and presence in my life now, and my wanting to change my heart, I wouldn't be standing here in front of you guys being able to give my testimony and what I have gone through, okay? Um, as a, as, a, as a transformed man of God. It took me a long time. A long time. <laughs> um, my shepherd, my teacher, thank you. Um, your encouragement. You guys taught me uh, never uh, to give up, never to quit. Um, and you taught me that through your unconditional love. All right, um, my fellow brothers, all right, my married ones, and the ones that are going to be married, all right, the word says, a man who finds a wife, and there she is right there, all right. The word also says that a virtuous woman is a crown to her husband, to her man. All right, my wife. Truly, a truly blessed man am I to have an intercessor that's, that's called to be an intercessor. We're all called to be intercessors, but most of us have a deeper calling, a deeper you know, uh, uh, understanding of what an intercessor needs to do, okay? And I'm telling you now, she don't only intercess for me, she intercesses not for everybody in here, all of you guys and everyone, every lost soul that's out there, okay? And, and, and remarkable, okay? That's, you've pushed me, you've punched me, not, okay? Not, not physically, okay? In the spirit, she's pushed me, she's punched me, she's prayed for me, she's squeezed me. That's the good one. So now, now it's time for that, that oil to, to pour out, okay? Um, I'll tell you a little bit about myself. When I was younger, okay, I had a mom, had a dad, had a father in the household, but he wasn't there to teach me, establish a foundation in me. He wasn't there to establish that foundation of truth, love, wisdom, guidance, all right? I had to learn it all on my own, all right? So here I am, take you back, 1981, come out the womb, okay? given the name Greg, that name has a purpose, okay? I'm called Greg for a reason. And I'll, if I get through the teaching, I'll, I'll explain why. Um, throughout my adult life, and even in the first part of my marriage, I had no relationship with God. The only thing I knew was that he created earth. That's it. I had no relationship with him, didn't know him. I used to challenge God. As through my teaching, he reminded me when I was younger, young adult, how I used to challenge him. Is that all you got? Is it, you know? And, and, and through his grace and his mercy, I'm standing here today because he didn't strike me dead. Okay? It, it, it's, real, it's real life. Um, because I didn't have a relationship with God, I allowed the world to dictate how I lived, how I thought how I acted, okay? It, it, it really took, took me down a dark hole, okay? Even when I was here at the ministry, it took me down a dark hole, okay? Um, but through the process, I knew a change needed to be done. First with repentance, okay? I needed to repent to God. And I wanted to do that. I wanted to change, okay? You have to have 
a heart to change. You can't just willy-nill it. That's what I was doing, okay? Um, so through this teaching, through this study, uh, I went back to listening to a teacher and pastor taught back around August about uh, thinking in your heart, okay? And he really is, he's really just trying to explain how we think, all right? And he asked a very, very good question. The question was, have you ever considered your thinking to be wrong? Okay, really thought about it, all right? Now, immediately, Holy Spirit convicted me, took me back to analyze my own heart, okay? And this teaching, this study is all about me, guys. Not petitionally, but all about how I was wrong in my heart, how my heart was hardened. As Pastor was talking about how, how the venom, okay, the venom from the snake uh, decayed my heart, okay? Uh, give me a second here, let me... Try to get my, all right. He, he convicted me, allowed me to see my heart, took me back, okay, took me back, you know, uh, didn't let me dwell in it, but he allowed him to take me back to just give me a reminder of what I used to do, okay. Uh, I was without peace, without the peace of God, all right. I was truly deceived, living falsely, all right. I did not. Walk consistently in love, 1 Corinthians 13. I chose who I wanted to love. Okay? I chose who I wanted to love, and out of that, it produced false relationships with God and the people of God, the, the very people I call my brothers and my sisters. Okay? Um, I had no, no godly wisdom. Okay? And, and, and I'm telling you, without God's wisdom, you're quick to pop off, okay? You're very quick to pop off, all right? I, I, I was one of those, didn't even give, a, give, give a, a thought to anybody what anybody said, I quick to pop off because I was on my own wisdom, my own understanding, okay? Because that wasn't established in me as a young child, all right? But now, I'm, now that I, I'm, I'm transformed, I have a son over there, I have my, my, my wife and my daughters. I'm able to establish a strong foundation, all right? So what God, Holy Spirit, did was he crumbled that foundation up, broke it down, allowed it to, to repave, and, and allowed me to, to build, okay? Um, without God's wisdom, I had no spiritual leadership as the head of my house, Okay? Coming here, I think uh, I've been here since 2008 when we started in Pastor's uh, house. Uh, what was the name of that street? Cliffwood, right? Okay. I'll go into that if I have time. Uh, um, that's what changed my life, okay? Um, that's part of what changed my life. All right, I had no leadership, no head. My wife was open, all right? She was open, wide open. Uh, it caused a vision in my house. Amongst everyone in the home, I planted the wrong seeds, guys. I planted the wrong seeds, and it produced bad fruit, as pastor always teaches us. All right? Wrong seed, wrong interpretation. Okay? I wasn't able to, to provide that, that, that wisdom to my family. Okay? Uh, big one. I love money. I, I love money so much that I didn't care what anybody else said about me about money i just i just i love money we know love is the root my love money is is that root of all evil i idolized my wife okay yeah we'd known each other for 22 years all right i don't look like i'm over 22 years old but uh i idolized my wife to the point that not only did i held her higher than god it damaged my marriage to the point of divorce, okay? I'm speaking from experience, all right? The, and it took that circumstance, and it's, it's sad that it had to go that far for me to realize what 
I was losing, okay? How I idolized my wife and I didn't put God first. If you put God first, God is the head, the man, the wife, the children, okay? Change in the ministry, I posed it. All right, I had a hard heart towards my, my senior leadership, Rocket, BK, all right? I, I opposed them every time a change happened, all right? I had a hard time with change. I had a hard time with change. How, how to adapt to it, how to overcome it, okay? Now it's able to, I just sit back and I'm like, okay, think, God, give me some wisdom. I know I'm here. You know I'm with you. I'm in you. You're in me. Let me think about it. Let me have some wisdom, okay? It's not popping off at the mouth, all right? So as I go through my teaching, I said all of this first because I'm going to kind of relate it into the study of what I did, okay? So as I go into the teaching, the title of my teaching, my study is Wisdom Comes from the Father's Heart, okay? And I thought about, I thought about teachers. She, had a, she taught on three things that we must do when we are reading the Word. I was observe it, interpret it, and then apply it, okay? Observation, I'll break it down, give you some definitions real quick. Observation, the process, the action of observing something or someone carefully in order to gain information. The interpretation is the act of explaining the meaning of something. What's it mean? What is it telling you? Application, the action of putting something into operation. Applying what we learn, what we hear, what we see, okay? We can see good things, all right? We see bad things, okay? It depends. It all comes down to how we act on that, and how we act on that is based on whether or not we have God in our lives, okay? So uh, learning what we were taught, applying what we're taught, what we're taught. It's free, guys. YouTube is free, all right? We can have videos. You don't have to do it 24-7, but have some type of word in you guys, okay? So uh, our foundation scripture, foundation scripture came from my wife, in a sense. We like to write, write each other messages. And through my heart, having a hardened heart, this scripture really spoke to me. Uh, it's in Proverbs. Minister Al, could you please go read uh, Proverbs 4, 20-22 in the New King James Version, please. Proverbs chapter 4 at verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. For they are life to those who find them and health to all their flesh. Life, health. I'll get into that a little bit later. So I'm sitting here and I'm reading this scripture at home and I literally, I just sat back in my recliner and I just looked at the word, okay? I looked at the word. I looked at these, 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 these few verses here and I asked God. I wanted to know what a proverb was, okay? I start there, my observation of the word. What is a proverb, all right? A parable, an intelligent saying that has a symbolic form that typically embodies a common observation with truth, principle, and a rule of conduct. Often, we all know, is wisdom, okay? I also noticed, just by looking at the word, I went natural just for a second, semicolons, okay? A lot of semicolons in, the, in these couple verses here, all right? We all know that, that, that those semicolons pause to bring emphasis on that certain element of that sentence or that phrase or that, that scripture, okay? So I started seeing these elements in the scripture, okay? And then backed with a semicolon, a period, okay? <laughs> they, they just kind of like jumped out at me. There's four of them, okay? Uh, and I'm going to get into what each one means and how I, God talked to me and with my heart and how it was hardened and showed me how I operated, okay? Um, this interpretation, the God's structure and foundation, because his words are relevant 
His wisdom is relevant to all generations and all cultures. It doesn't matter the color of our skin, okay? I truly believe that there's only one race. It's the human race, and we all were created equally, okay? Um, it teaches godly principles for true relationships, true relationships in our daily behavior, my daily behavior. All right, the first part that jumped out at me here was attend to my words. Attend, attendance, attending. It means to be present for something, to be in attendance. We are in attendance. School, work, here at the building, here at church. I, was, I thought of the sanctuary here, okay? I don't have the word here, but I have. Uh, I thought of the sanctuary as a classroom because this is a teaching ministry, is it not? A teaching ministry that teaches the truth, okay? So I was thinking of the sanctuary as a classroom. The Word of God, the Bible, is the textbook, okay? Filled with spiritual lessons, instructions, discipline, insight, okay? Filled with words that I have to attend to. I have to be present for these words, okay? God is the teacher. I am his student. Holy Spirit showed me that I was not in attendance when my heart was hardened. And with that, I, I, I saw that if I wanted to be in the presence of God and God present in me and in my life and in my walk, I needed to be in attendance with him, okay? When I, when I read the word, I read it. It went in one ear and out the other, okay? Didn't, it's like the word on the stony ground. Didn't take deep root, okay? Uh, because I was carnal-minded, and I was only concerned about money and the earthly things, okay? Second one, incline your ear to my sayings. Become drawn to it. Incline, all right? When you incline something, you're drawing to it. You're drawing to the word. When you hear somebody, we're all around, we're talking about the word, all right? At first, I didn't do that. Now it's like, okay, what are they saying? What, you know, okay, okay, what, what, what we got going on here? What, you know, uh, and if I'm born again, God's my king. His sayings, his laws, his instructions, his love should have me in a godly conduct of behavior with my heart, my relationships, my actions. I got you. His laws, his instructions, his love have me in a godly conduct of behavior, first of all. Behavior with my heart, behavior with my relationships, behavior with my actions. Actions, how I'm speaking to people, how I'm treating people, okay? Uh, when I hear the word of God now, like I said just a little while ago, I'm drawn to it, okay? I may not see y'all excited, guys, but uh, I am excited. But when I'm here, you guys know I'm, I'm, I'm security, so i got to kind of have a security mindset. I'm always watching you guys, okay? I'm kind of like pastor. I'm not a, I'm not a I'm shepherd of my home, okay, but I'm not. But I'm in charge and fully oper uh, responsible for you guys. I, I, that's how I feel, okay? Uh, so if you see me, I'm excited and I'm drawn to the word, okay? But I'm also watching. I'm also observing. All right, that's my, that, that's my job here. That's, why, that's my purpose here at the ministry. I'll go in a little bit about that later if I can. I know it. My wife said that she goes, that hour is going to be gone before you know it. Blink of an eye. All right. Um, inclining my, my ear to his sayings, I knew I was told that by keeping his word, Keeping my ear open to his sayings, I'm able to take value, place value in the word of God. Pastor, what he said, if you, if, if, if you don't value something, we abuse it, right? Okay? Uh, truly benefits me. It benefits all of us. Keeping the word in my heart, it's like a, def it's a defects, defense mechanism. It's like the shield that, that, that quenches the fiery darts from the enemy. And when we have it, that word, it, it, it holds our heart in place. Uh, 
And then I was told, I got to be careful. If I stop hearing the word, I stop reading the word, I stop listening for his sayings, I start opening myself up. I start opening up my family and my close friends. Opening up that portal, that portal of sin to come in, to enter my heart again. I stopped putting value in the word of God, and I start abusing God, okay? This is where I failed walking in love when I was explaining to you guys earlier. I failed walking in love. I only loved who I wanted to love. That's not God's love. Uh, God's course of action, his sayings, he always tells us to, to love everyone. Love takes no account to the evil done to it. Okay, love bears up under everything, all right? Uh, not choose who we want to love. Again, that's what I wanted to do. I chose the people who I loved, okay? Mainly off because of what they could give me. Number three, don't let them depart from your eyes. I believe in God wholeheartedly. If I believe in God, then I must consistently, constantly, consistently, constantly investigate the word, Okay? Divide the word from truth. For I know that it provides me not only with godly counsel, but it blesses my spirit. Okay? Allowing me to see the wickedness before it comes for me or my family. Now, this, script, this, this part of the scripture spoke to me. It told me that my eyes were completely blind. Because I lost focus of God because I put my wife above, above God. Okay? I never took pleasure in the word or meditated on it. I never divided the word of God and how it applied to my life, okay? The more I turned away from God, the more I departed it, I became, the more open I was, again, for the enemy to attack me, attack my, my family, my close friends. I was blind. I wrestled with relationships. I couldn't go beyond the whispers of the enemy because my carnal mind was taking over. My thoughts had me captivated. That, that, that venom that, that, that our pastor was talking about has, was decaying my heart. This thing on? It's all right. Um, I lived a carnal, had many carnal thoughts. A double-minded man receives nothing. Okay. Number four, thank you, all right, all right, a little deeper, <coughs> all right, number four, keep the word of God in your heart, keep the word in your heart, all right, like a growing plant that needs its soiled, its soil nurtured, watered, and tilled, all right, a plant, you put it in a small little pot, it starts to grow, you got to change it out, you got to put it in a bigger pot. That's how our heart needs to be, guys. That's how my heart needed to be. It wasn't. It needed to be changed every day. The soil, the word is the soil, okay? God was allowing his Holy Spirit to cultivate my heart. I must always allow Holy Spirit to cultivate my heart to receive the word, love wisdom, and love discipline. When pastor or teacher or any of the other ministers were up here teaching, I heard it. That's all I did was hear it. I didn't do what the word instructed me to. All right. I had to be a hearer and a doer of the word and act on the word. Letting the foundation of truth be built in me and stay built in me. By doing this, it's the only way that I'll be able to allow the spirit of revelation to be revealed in my heart. This last little bit of scripture here, verse 22, for they are the life of those who find them and health to all their flesh. I'm going to break it down a little bit naturally so you guys kind of get an understanding of where my heart was and the disease that I had in my heart. Okay? All the body parts of the human body rely on one central thing to keep it moving. The blood pumping, your fingers moving, your, key, your legs kicking, your ears hearing. One thing, the heart. All right? So 
As I'm sitting there, I'm, I'm looking at this scripture, and I see heart, and I'm looking at the word heart. And I briefly thought about how God can do some word plays. Okay? Heart, H-E-A-R-T. All right? You take the H off, you take the T off, you got the ears. Okay? So our ears, what do they do? What are their purpose? Unlike other body parts, our inner ear, our inner man, our inner ear is only supplied by blood by a single small artery, which is extremely sensitive to blood flow. Its purpose is to detect and transmit sounds and frequencies. We operate on a frequency. And my frequency was not dialed in. Okay. If that artery becomes blocked, there is no alternative. Causing our auditory system to malfunction. What I was talking, saying to my wife, I wasn't treating her right. She was malfunctioning. Okay. Because of me. My wickedness. That, that artery were clogged. Okay. When that, that, when that venom bites, okay, not only does it put poison in you, it clots your arteries. Okay. It clots your arteries, restricts the blood flow. Our audio system to malfunction by not receiving the oxygen and the nutrients it needed. Oxygen, word of God, nutrients, the word of God, okay? When the blood supply decreases or stopped, irreversible damage is done to the inner ear. This means that a healthy heart helps maintain healthy ears. Essentially making our ears a window directly to our heart. Makes it a, ear, a window to what's happening in our heart, our inner ear. An inner ear, the inner ear is the organ of spiritual perception. If the ear listens, the heart willingly submits. But often, but often the spiritual ear with the spiritual heart is hardened and heavy by self, stubbornness, greed, not loving, wickedness. When we open our ears to the word of God, when we incline our ears to his things, it's his very words, like I said earlier, that are the nutrients and the oxygen that, that, that supply to our heart, our spiritual heart, that cultivates that soil that sustain and keep our hearts alive by pumping the blood through our ears, allowing us to hear correctly. To put it more simply, what we hear and allow in our ear gates directly influences our hearts and how we think, how we consider, how we react to circumstances, how we handle and maintain our relationships. When we don't have the heart of God, our ears, like I said, become clogged, causing heart disease. I had heart disease, which contributes to hearing loss, not only spiritually, but naturally. We can't hear from God anymore. This is what happened to me. I lost my hearing with my God. I suffered from heart disease for a long time. Okay? Long time. Through my marriage, the early part of my marriage, it was rough. Up and down, I'm trying to tell you. I allowed my hearing to become skewed. God was speaking, but again, my ears, my heart was hardened. Operating out of my own wisdom, my own understanding. My interpretation of this scripture. And now, my, my application. How, do I, how am I going to be able to apply this further to my life, my future, my family. First and foremost, I repented to God. I told God, this is it. I'm done with these childish ways. I'm done with these childish things. Talk like a child, act like a child. All right. I've learned the beginning of wisdom is to fear God. Never turning a deaf ear to his word. Like the scripture, you had Stephen, skies opened, you had 
the people there were covering their ears. They didn't want to hear what he had to say. Next thing you know, they ended up killing. Okay, never turning a deaf ear on his word. I trust in God always. He's the author and finisher of my faith and my life. I'll never challenge God ever again. Okay, I'll never, I'll never do that. I've learned that the wisdom of God can heal and repair relationships. I learned that I was not tapped into the wisdom of God. I could not see. I was blind. I couldn't see that the mother of my goddaughter, who I opened my home to, was struggling. All I was concerned with was her paying me rent. And for that, I thought that I needed to forgive her. I didn't need to forgive her. I needed forgiveness. It was me that needed to be forgiven for God for my inability to spiritually command peace and love in my home. And that alone cultivated an invitation, opened all my doors, all my windows, for evil spirits to be present to operate, which caused division amongst my wife, my kids, my dear sister here when she was living with us. Through this study and God present in my life, come here, Star. I was able to purge my heart of filth so I could truly see myself, not others, but myself. I love you, sis. I love you. And I want to know, and I'm asking you, if it's all right with you, that we can establish a true loving relationship as a brother and sister. Okay. You've given me, you've blessed me with a beautiful goddaughter. Okay. And now I see the the fruition of your prayers in that man right there, okay? He's taking on the responsibility. So I'm asking you, can you accept, can we start over? Amen? I love you, girl. My little, my squirrel, the squirrel, the squirrel and the big squirrel right there, all right? Now my love is pure. My love is pure. It's true with God and man. Through his wisdom, I can live in my new birth, my reality, void of all false relationships, all false connections, all false interactions with God and his people. I will operate only out of the wisdom of God. When I'm operating out of the wisdom of God, his plans for my life will manifest. So I told you that my name is Greg. Born Greg, okay? What does my name mean? Why is my calling here? What is my calling here? God gave me this name for a reason, okay? So I looked up my name. Greg. What's it mean? In the Greek, it means watchman. So, through my repentance, through my repentance, through my, my purging of myself and allowing God to purge me, I'm able to actually walk in the call and serve the ministry in a whole. God, all this when I was born, didn't have a father in my life, but I knew, but God, like he says in the word, I have a plan for you. I knew you before you were in your mother's womb, okay? He knew the plans for me by my very name. I'm here for a reason. I'm here for a purpose. Right. Right. I may not teach every time, 
but I'm here to watch, to observe, to make sure that you guys are protected. And I was telling uh, Minister BK the other day, in my calling, I've, I know that I have to be willing to give my life up. Not only for my family, but for everyone that I'm seeing and I'm looking at right now. And anybody else that comes in, anybody else that's watching here, watching on YouTube, I'm willing to give my life to protect you guys. I don't wear a gun like I used to just for the look of it. I wear a gun because I was trained, learned how to operate it, all that through the, my, 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 my Navy career, all for a purpose, to be here at this moment for this ministry. Lastly, I'll leave you with scripture. Proverbs 2, 1 through 12, New Living Translation. Al, if you can just kind of tag along with me, I'll read it. New Living Translations, please. I love y'all. And with that watchman, the scripture came up, sober-minded, got to be sober-minded, got to be alert, always watching, okay? Always got to be watching. So Proverbs 2, 1 through 12, I'll leave you with this. My child, listen to what I say and treasure my commands. Tune your ears to wisdom and concentrate on understanding. Cry out for insight and ask for understanding. Search for them as you would for silver. Seek them like hidden treasures. Then you will understand what it means to fear the Lord. You will gain knowledge of God. For the Lord grants wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. He grants a treasure of common sense to the honest. He is a shield to those who walk with integrity. He guards the paths of the just and protects those who are faithful to him. Then you will understand what is right, what is just, and fair, and you will find the, white, the right way to go. For wisdom will enter your heart, and knowledge will fill you with joy. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wise choices, wise choices will watch over you, and understanding will keep you safe. Wisdom will save you from the evil people, from those whose words are twisted, those snakes, that venom, that shield was here to protect us. Ladies and gentlemen, that's all I have for this evening. I appreciate your time. Thank you very much. And then, like I said... I love you guys, and time for me to go back and watch. So proud of my son. You know, a lot of times you hear spiritual leaders say their son and daughter uh, when it's not there blood or biological children and it's not in reality but pastor and I we have laid our life down for each and every one of you who have accepted us or will accept us as your spiritual leaders minister Greg my son there's a lot of times when we come into a, a new place. There's a lot of things that has to be changed in our way of thinking and not knowing how to love or had a lot of things missing in our life. And there's a lot of, not necessarily a lot of work, but there's work that needs to be done. And you stuck in here to get the work done, son. Minister Greg and his wife have always been great stewards of the ministry. 
we had to, come on up, wife. We had to then teach them to be great stewards of each other. And when you do lay your whole life down, see, nothing, when you become one, nothing will be held from you or refrained from you because the people are one. They're one in their mind, they're one in their thinking, and they're going the same direction. That's why it's always a struggle in marriage because you're not going the same way. And they are in a place now the things that she's prayed for in regards to her husband, that, that was the greatest prayer that she had of all, was simply, she just wanted a true man of God. Not just someone who called himself a man of God. Authentic. Someone who valued the word, everything. See, but to get there, you have to expose yourself. And he did that. And it's always a heart condition. But she had to get her heart right first. And when she got her heart right, see, now I can help. Now I can effectively help my husband. And it's, it's beautiful what you guys have now. And now when you see the oneness, I said, I've never told you all so much. I love you. I'm just, every time I see you, I tell you more than like five times. Like, get out the house. I'm going to keep telling you. That we love you, but um, I just want to say, y'all come closer to me. I just, just need you. You're close by. <laughs> and um, they follow instructions whether they want to or not. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. Um, Greg wasn't one that would give me a hard time, but his wife would. See, kickback. See, dominant spirit. But the love for God makes you stay in the fight. Yes. The love for God. Look, I may not understand, and I'm thinking I'm going the right way, and I'm thinking I'm doing things right, and look, but look, but I, I'm going to stay in this. And it was more than once, twice, three times that they were seeking or considering a divorce. Oh, okay, Pastor want to talk about some things. <laughs> Y'all know how he is, but son, I just, you represent, just can I hug you one more time? I'm just so spiritually proud of him. Amen. His presentation of the word of God, your examination of the word of God, your revelation of the word of God, and then your application. You made me proud. It's awesome student. Awesome student. Look, this is why you can't give up. This is why you can't give up. And look, and the love that I know you all have now. For, okay, Pastor, say so you want to talk. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. No, it's. Things happen like that sometimes. No, I just want to share something with them real quick. But um, they were meeting with me, seemed like, every couple of months. This is it, Pastor. This is it. Divorce is, is inevitable. Folks is looking for apartments. And <laughs> I told y'all. But I told them something at, because I knew what, what was happening. But I told them something, both of them. I said, all right. Y'all love each other, right? That's what I said. I said, I'm not going to meet with y'all ever again about this subject. This same subject. Look, they sit down now. Yeah, have a seat. <laughs> Listen, I got to the point that I, I, I was like, I could see what they didn't see. And I just told them. And after I told y'all that, I never had to meet with y'all about that ever again. Now, they probably had some issues somewhere down the line. But I told them, 
because it was just too many times. At some point, you have to make up your mind. And what I was forcing them to do is to really think about, analyze, what are we doing? Now, I'll meet with you about some other things, but that right there, I'm not going to meet with you about again. Did that help y'all? Y'all hear what he said? Extremely. All right. I don't think nobody else met with me <laughs> as many times <laughs> as y'all. But listen, what I love about it is that Felicia, I, this is the thing I, I do. Like y'all, some of y'all may have had some issues with my daughter over here. Let's be honest. All right. Look at that. Look at that. This is what this is what I love. See, and I talked with her and I said, it's not that it's just some things that you project. It's the way you project. They just didn't understand her. And a lot of you still don't. But I do. And I said, I, I got you. I understand. I understand you. So I had to pull her close to me in her purpose. And she intercedes for me. Because I know once she intercedes for me, she's going to catch it from a lot of people. Listen, not that it's you, it's just the influence. You got to be careful. What I love is that her reasoning about her position. This was one of the biggest struggles that she was having. She could hear from God. It's just some of the was a little discombobulated, distorted. And she just needed a little help, just like some of you. A lot of times we don't want, are not willing to help. We want to cast you aside. Some of you in here need some help too right now. See, this is what real ministry is about. This is not about a program. This is about your purpose and your destiny. And you cannot fill it without each other. Okay? See, the sooner you get that, the better off you'll be. They have an awesome marriage. It just shows you the perseverance and add a little bit to it and your faith. And it, she prayed. She really, she really just wanted a man of God. That was her complaint. I want a real man of God. Well, let's get you to be that woman of God so you can receive the man of God. See, some of this was from around with us, some of our relationships. You claim to be what you're not. That's why I love what you did. See, if you really want to get back at the enemy, no, for real, you do. You expose him. And you drag, see, and Greg dealt, dealt, uh, dealt with pride. That was his big thing. But you drug that thing into the light tonight. In all humility, he didn't care what nobody thought. This is where the body of Christ fails. Yep. We're scared to be, as my daughter taught on vulnerability back there. Yep. Right there, Whitney, right there. See, and I told you, you have to be vulnerable. How you going to know if I love you? So God is very vulnerable with his heart. He's given each and every one of you his heart. What have you done with it? What have you done with his heart? You just saw the display, listen, of 1 Corinthians 13. Lived out in front of you. Same scripture. And I told you, knowledge without love is pride. This was just wonderful tonight. Listen, everybody comes up here. It's a testimony about your victory. And you have to talk about, see, you don't come up here talking about 5G, the Noah High laws and all of that. That's not what you need right here. You need to hear something that's real. Not that that ain't real, but this right here is what's going to minister to you. So when you hear a message like this, pray for them. Keep them covered because you know the enemy going to come. 
But y'all know how. Y'all know I'm there, though. You know I'm there. Fee has a big heart. She has a big heart. I like her because she's always trying to understand what she don't understand. And I tell her, don't overthink it. You got it. I showed her the other night. We was there. He was talking. I said, you got it. You already got it. You just overanalyze. Don't overanalyze. She got it. Listen. Take notes what she did. Take notes of what she did. She didn't leave the ministry. Because we were real. She was like, you, y'all hard on me. Absolutely. Because I know she could take it. Because what she wanted was the outcome. See, most of you, I come and tell you, you know what? This is what you're doing. You're complaining. You're jealous. And the minute I bring that to you, you're mad and you'll leave and you'll go complain. But she said, tell me the truth, Pastor. She wasn't ashamed to tell me the truth. That's how you change. If I just sit here and lie to you, there's no change. There's no need. Yeah, there were some things in her life that she needed to get, right? Heart. You know? But did you hear her husband? He identified that he was not what he said he was. I'm proud of you. Great. And he put that thing out. And he was genuine. See, and the thing of it is, you can change in an instant. If you want. John said, in immediately I was in the spirit. I mean, I have now not operate now by my flesh. I'm not hearing by my flesh. I'm hearing by my inner ear now. That was so good, y'all. I got you. We got three minutes. I'm going to work at this thing. But I need y'all to hear something. Some of you could advance even faster if you were really ready for the truth about who you are. That's a hard thing for some believers sometimes. Did y'all hear what he said? His heart was wrong. In pretense that it was right. I selected who I love. You know, some of y'all do that too. Oh, they're going to profit. That was him. Then somebody else there, they just let them go. Best thing you did was tell the truth. That's if some of y'all would tell the truth, you'd be free. Now he can walk in his anointing. See, now he can really walk in truth. Why is it so painful? Elder, why is it so painful? There you go. There you go. I love it because that's exactly what I was thinking. Because you want to be worshipped. Look at me. Get mad about the enemy. I love y'all, but I do not like the enemy. He's holding you back from your purpose. They wanted a divorce. Y'all hear that what she said? Multiple times. All right, she said, Greg was like, I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> he was sad, but I said, man, hold your head up. Dinner, hold your head up. This not going to happen. Not going to happen. Yes, it is. That's it. I'm tired, Pastor. She laughing, but you were real, don't want it. Yeah. Now they are. An awesome force to be reckoned with. They, they, they took a little time to get their hearts right. They took a little time to get their hearts right. And we let them get their hearts right. 
They didn't want to leave because they was upset. And she had reason to be upset because we came down. But you know what? But you know what? That's, that's a leader. That's a leader. A leader can take it. See, a leader can take it. You know why? I'm going to tell you, give you a real simple reason. You know why? Because she was a good follower. That's why. That's why she won't trying to leave. She was a good follower. That's what a good leader is. Teaching I was at a ministry. We were good leaders. We were good followers. How about you? And if you're going to be a good leader, you can't give up. He said, I told you, if you would believe you, if you didn't think you would see the glory. Now they got a wonderful relationship. Man, she interceding. She prays for me in the back, and the stuff that I'm concerned with, she hits every time. Because I said, when you love, you can And I ain't told her what's on my heart about certain things, certain people. And I told her, this is one thing I told her. Everything he show you, don't say. As a true intercessor, things that God show you, you don't have to say. That's why he trusts you. Because some things stay in the chambers. The heart. Okay. Amen. Glory to God. Don't let him. Don't let him manipulate you. You know, you have a lot to offer and a lot to give. Don't let him manipulate you. Woo! You're going to find your purpose. Gonna find your purpose. You're gonna find your purpose. Yep, you too, Billy. You're gonna find your purpose. Yep, you too, Gabby. You're gonna find your purpose. Y'all didn't hear the minister? He said he found his purpose. His purpose was, listen, in his name. Just like I told you about Adonijah, his name, his purpose wasn't good enough for him. Adonai. In his name wasn't good enough. But he found his purpose. See, this is what y'all don't understand. See, when the body of Christ begin to function in their purpose, they won't misfunction or malfunction. So this is why we have a lot of like complainers, and, you know, jealousy because we're malfunctioning. Jealousy. You don't think they deserve what they have. Isn't that crazy? When you haven't been through what they've been through. That's pride. No fear of God. No fear. Man. Y'all see God doing something in here? Changing hearts. I just need y'all to get into position. Amen. <laughs> oh, that's the position right there. Assume the position. Right there, Ryan. That's it right there. That is assume the position. You already know it. His hand was out toward God. This is who you are to me. And this is what I received from you. See, just like that. My God. Glory Glory to God. I can hear him clear. It's just a few more blemishes. 
that need to be polished. And you know, anytime a soldier, you know, he would shine, polish his armor. Just like a soldier cleans his weapon. This is what he wants us to do. And teachings like this and what I've been teaching y'all and teacher as well. These are the things he's trying to get us to another place. Listen, in him. But you got to come to that place. Who are you? See, 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 they ain't getting it. They're not getting it. Most of the time we come to church, there's a mass. And he wants that right there, that vulnerability to say, I'm sorry. He said, I repented to God first. Then he went to his sister. Y'all can't take this for granted tonight. And God can speak to any vessel that he wants. Because I could hear God. Brokenness. It's okay. Because you have the master builder. Brokenness is good. Because you have the master builder. You have the master architect. You have the designer. Understand what's happening here tonight? What is God saying? Why tonight? He's been wanting to teach for over two years. Well, ready. Hadn't conquered that pride yet. That's why you can't put people up before their time. It wasn't his time. His heart won't ready. You got to be careful because when you're up here, you're speaking into the lives and the spirit of the people. And it needs to be true. Man. It's an awesome night. God is speaking. I don't want us to miss it. I could hear him when I was praying. He wants to take this ministry, the people, the ministries that are in you. They need to come out. Listen, but they got to be in truth. Are you willing? Well, he's able. If you're willing. Man, I love y'all. You got to stick, Rita. You got to stick. You got to make up your mind. This is it. Gabby, you got to make up your mind. This is it. This is, listen, not your life. This is God's. See, that's the thing you got to stop saying. This is your life. It's not your life. It's God's life. Now live. God does command us to live. His life. Y'all praying for the bill? Y'all walking by them to that baby. And you ain't got to say them, but live. See? We're not good caretakers of one another. We're not good caretakers of one another. Some of y'all men that are married and some of these women that aren't married, you should be walking with sister. I'm praying. Bless you. See, you got to understand what's on you. I know that. She's going to be a good one. Good one. Good one.
good wife. She's going to be a good wife. Faithful. You ain't got to do it but walk on and say, I'm in agreement with you. The will of God for your life right now. Y'all know Dina wants my husband too. How come y'all not encouraging your sister? You got Berta and Dustin back. How come y'all, what are y'all speaking over them? Y'all know Ryan and Keisha. What are y'all in agreement in the closet for them there? What are y'all in for their life? What are you, what are you saying? What, what decree have you made over them? got Kayla back there. What are y'all decreeing over her life? Take her out. Take her out. Just see what I'm saying? How we care. We should be caring for them. Just certain things that you need to be on your mind about us. Each other. Hello? See, that, that's, that's where my heart is. I told you, that if you love, you, if you love God, God love you, love people. Y'all praying for Andrea? Who praying for Andrea? See, are we really caring? Or we just walk past each other. See, I just want us. I just want us to get it. You know, what's on Abby heart? I mean, who's praying for their door? Who is, who is praying for the... See, this is how the body is supposed to operate. Who is it that I don't speak to? That I see them all the time, but I don't really, I don't really talk to them. Who, who is it? Who not talking to you? I'm just saying. What, what's my struggle? I know the enemy, he definitely comes for family. Right. Come on, Who's afraid to expose? 